DGCIP, 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 and don't get caught in public. <laughs> that was great. Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can send your burning questions by voice or email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytimedlove at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. Thanks for hooking up with us today. Now, let's cozy up and join our hosts, Alice and BK Johnson. Well, hello, hello, hello. Sexy Time's back. Hello. I'm feeling cozy. I don't know about you. It is hot here right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, we know you're not in Australia, but other than that, I, you could be anywhere. No. You're not in Japan. Well, you could be in Japan. Japan's very hot right now, so yeah. yeah. Hope it's lovely where you're ever at. Stay cool. Stay cool. Stay sexy as well. Uh, but yeah. Today is another sexy Q&A day. How, how are you doing today, Alice? I'm doing splendidly. I've had a lovely week. It's just been outstanding. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. How about you? Oh, you know, busy bee, writing, hanging out. And again, um, both July and August are packed with me with friends, family, get together. So it's always busy trying to pack in work, play, and sex now, hang on. and food. Did I do I understand? Did you finish recently an audiobook? I did. I did. It's before you fall. You might want to check it out. BKJohnson.com. That's Johnson with an E. Easiest place to go and get it there. But uh you know, all yeah, the best check Scandinavians have that Johnson with an E. Yeah, I'm Asian Scandinavian for sure. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> I am the tallest of my family, so. <laughs> BKJohnson.com before you fall. So you've got you. It's it's the second edition, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and and uh, I I learned a lot doing the audiobook. For all of you people who write and make audiobooks or work on that with the voice acting and also everything, uh, yeah, hats off to you. Um, you think it's going to be easy, and it definitely takes a lot of work. And, uh, I, but I've been getting a lot of great feedback from everyone who's listening to it that I did a good job reading. I'm proud of you. And it's, uh, uh, yeah. So check it out. It comes, you can check it out for free with a free sample. There's like a five minute free sample. So check it out, go to my website. And if you want a link, I can send it to you too. Just let me know. But yeah, check it out. Very I nice. That. I love I audiobooks. That. I'm getting addicted. I'm going to start doing more check and more this audiobooks. Check man out, people. Check this Definitely. man out. He's a writer. And a fighter. And I knock and knock you out. But I'm also a lover. I'm a lover, not a fighter, but you know. <laughs> well, that's that's why you're here. We got one of each. Um, so today's sexy How about Q&A our day. Lovers? Who are oh, our lovers right out? now? The, the same, right? We we kept yes. our loyal lovers. Monster J, MJ, Mark, Mark, love and you. James. The, James with the, a Z. We love you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Shout, shout, shout. Let it all out. Patreon.com. These are the people we can't do without. Oh. So come on. Oh. We're talking to you. It's come 80s, on. isn't it? Oh. Oh, yeah. Shout, shout, let it all out. Yeah, tears for fears. These and are the thing. Yeah. These are the people we cannot do without. So mm. thank you so much. If you have been listening to the show for a while or if you're brand new, if you're enjoying this content, please share it with a friend. If you want to join us, you can join us on patreon.com slash sexy time podcast. That's 
Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Maybe we should get on OnlyFans, but we're not. We're on Patreon.com <laughs> slash Sexy Time Podcast. Uh, and you can find us there. You can dom us there. You can kind of do a lot of things to us there. So I hope you'll visit us there and consider becoming a supporter and bringing your friends along for the ride. Cause we do love, love, love when you sponsor if, a lover. So if you come wanna, on by, if you want to bring us love. to OnlyFans, you know, if we get enough Patreons, you know, if we get like tons and tons of Patreons, we might have to move to OnlyFans sometime, but that would be up to you guys. So thank, but thank you Don't for your support. Good time. <laughs> so uh, anyway, today's the sex Q and A day. Um, are you ready, Alice? I, I have a question. I am. I'm so se- It's such a sexy time. That there are fireworks going on outside. I my heard home something. Right now. I heard something. I, think- I thought someone was knocking, but I'm glad it was uh, not a rocket. It's just uh, you know, it's, it's fireworks. just it's so hot here. Maybe somebody's leftover fireworks from the Fourth of July are all going right? off. Final spontaneous. That's illegal, no, but I love it. No, it looks like somebody's having a solid party. So good for them. In Japan, them. with the, in the summer, there's the duff. I love a when bunch of have like fancy house parties. There's a bunch of matsuris or festivals, as the as oh. the fo- dirty foreigners say. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, <laughs> I'm one too. Don't worry. I call myself that. Technically, I still am. Uh, but yeah, there's like a bunch of festivals here and you get sometimes just from free firework shows at night around here. So um, I, it's nice. We live on the, the top floor of our apartment, so we get some free firework shows. But I don't think that's frequently uh, happening in America where most places fireworks are illegal. So. No, well, it's it's sometimes private parties will happen hmm. um at like fancy homes could be a concert um, well that could be happening i don't know it's been pretty quiet in my neighborhood um but not tonight so somebody's having a big celebration and you know it's like an I'm, orgasm. I'm big on cele- I, I just had a birthday i'm i'm big on summer celebrations mm. so you know uh happy birthday happy summer everybody yeah I hope you get inside. some really good bedroom explosions going on. Oh if yeah, not tonight soon. Yeah, you can make it legal in the bedroom. Just, I mean, that sounded terrible, but it's true. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, fireworks, fireworks are legal here in Japan. Like they're everywhere. They anyway. are in lots of places in the states as well. That's true. That's true. All right, here, ready for a question? Yes, I am. Thank you for your questions, Bring everybody. It. Yes. Hey there, sexy time. I have, uh, right after I come, I can't help but leave. I have this serious urge to leave after sex every time. As in, actually leave the room. I don't understand why, because this happens even when I really enjoy myself. I also haven't had any bad sexual experiences that could have scared me into doing this. I just feel like leaving. It's like a neutral desire, if that makes sense, or a natural one. As you can as you can imagine, this doesn't go over well with my partners, especially when I'm in a relationship. My last girlfriend would understandably get very frustrated and self-conscious because of this, so I started forcing myself to stay. But when I know I can't leave after, I tend to not just want to have sex. I just don't want to do it. Does anyone... Do, doesn't, do you know anyone else who experienced this, or do you experience this? Um, the logical part of me finds this so bizarre, but I can't help it. What should I do? Hmm. Well... I think you're probably dealing with a common human response in healthy young men. Um, How old did they say they were? He didn't give an age. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to assume that you're younger, but I don't actually know. But uh, so in various studies, they show that prolactin levels increase 
and oxytocin and dopamine levels decrease significantly Mm. after an orgasm. So this is for men, for young men. And it's an interesting thing. Whereas women, I believe, experience a surge in oxytocin during uh, climax. Young men, uh, the oxytocin and dopamine levels decrease significantly after orgasm. So what I think may be happening with you is just a normal human response where your hormones are changing. You're having this hormonal response and it's making you want to disengage. It's making you want to be alone. It's making you want to have your time to yourself. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Again, I think we're at a point where you have two choices to make, but I think you actually should make both (laughs) Um, simultaneously. I think whatever partners you have, you need to let them know that this is a thing for you, 100%. Uh, As we often recommend here, pure, good old, honest, upfront communication is always great. So that you can say to them before anything even happens, hey, just so you know, I don't want to be presumptive. I don't want to assume something's going to happen between us. But there's just kind of funny thing that happens to me after I come. Uh, I I feel this like intense need to just like go be by myself. Um, and it's always that way. It's always with all of my partners. So I just want to let you know up front that that is a thing. It has nothing to do with my desire to be with you again. It has nothing to, desi- to do with like how it went. It's just how I am. So if, if you need somebody to cuddle, that's going to be hard for me. And I, I just need to let you know that up front. And then I want to challenge you to get outside your comfort zone a little bit. Make yourself uncomfortable. Jump on in. Try to cuddle if you can. Stick with it. And while you're sticking with it, just breathe. Focus on your own body, focus on the sensations of your body, focus on your breathing. Just try to remember, like, if you even just want to count in five and out five as you're exhaling, or if you want, there's like a box method of breathing where you inhale for four seconds, you hold it for four seconds, you exhale for four seconds, you hold it for four seconds. So it's like a box, right? So try it with me. You can go. In two, three, four, hold it. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. Hold it. Two, three, four. And while you're holding it, you could like notice your heartbeat. You can notice how the sweat of your skin feels. You can notice the temperature of your partner's skin, but just one little thing at a time. These are like mini meditations for you. And I think they'd be really helpful to help you just drop into the moment with your partner, no matter what your hormones are doing and just be there. And maybe you can get yourself to a point where you don't have to leave the room. Maybe you don't want to touch much after sex. So you you have a little aftercare, you tell them that you care about them and that you need to sleep and you just lie by yourself. I'm not a cuddler. Anybody who's with me knows 
that when I go to sleep, you don't touch me. Sleep is very (laughs) freaking important to me. And I will never apologize for that. I am not for that. I have some neck pains. I am not a cuddler after sex for a long, I can do it for a short time, but not for a long time. Just be honest about who you are, but, but challenge yourself to stay there. If you can, if you're able to cuddle for a short time, if it's not physically painful for you, great. And then allow yourself to find your own space Mm -hmm. and get your rest. Now, does that mean you have to sleep over with every single partner? No, but I think it's important for you to challenge yourself to be able to, if you can, with the people you want to stay with. Yeah, perfect. I agree completely. And it's communication plus boundaries. Like it's always nice to set those boundaries early. Uh, And again, do it in a nice way. Don't go straight to it like so serious. I love the way Alice gave you an example of a perfect example, what it would sound like saying, hey, funny thing about me is this. And if you need (laughs) this, that might be a problem, but it's nothing to do with you. It's definitely me. It's like, it's like, it's not you. It's me before it's breaking up. It's like actually saying, if this is a big thing, it's actually on me. Don't worry about it. So, and I do think, because first thing first, like how many are cuddlers? Cause I mean, my wife's not a cuddler. Most people I've met usually say that too, where they, they like to cuddle after, but they don't like hold that forever. Right. Like, so there's a big difference between like sleeping while connected and touching or cuddling after sex. Right. So it's like all, I, I get the difference too, but I, I think most people have a difficult time sleeping at the same time while touching like i i mean i don't know i I, most people i've met most of my friends and myself and my wife it's like that too where it's like yeah there's some cuddling after but when you go to sleep it's not like that lots of people do it with their dogs and their cats like yeah i know all those things sound terrible to me but you know which i could do it not like i want to those people i mean i i'm with you i i I can't keep sleep when somebody's touching me it's hard i think i i have to be super exhausted not from sex though oddly enough because it's like you've done all the touching anyway anyway all right but when you i love the idea with the focusing and she gave you a free meditation there i was actually going to say some things but uh with the meditation i wanted to let it be so you all get some free meditation in there because this works on any time when you're trying to get yourself into that right spot um but you can focus on breathing temperature of even the room the your your, your partner or whatever is around you other things, the touch of certain things. Um, one simple thing other than that big picture of, oh, I know I, I want to leave. Oh, I know I feel this way. So be careful of focusing the one thing of how your your cock is wet or how your whole body feels. It's, that's not, you're, you're not meditating then. You're actually, <laughs> you focus on your breathing, focus on the temperature, limit it to that one thing. And for you, again, if it's gonna, if you're gonna do it right after in the refractive period, don't focus on the things that you're already focusing on. You're already focusing on like, oh my god, I feel this way and I want to leave. It's like, oh no, focus on your breathing. Something simple, uh, do it to that. Now, I've actually, I have a friend who's who's similar to you with a partner that actually they set the boundaries already. Where it's kind of like he, um, in when and he he leaves the room because you mentioned it in the beginning of the question. Just leave the room is what he's basically said, literally leave the room is what I feel. I'm like, oh, okay. Does that mean it's okay to go back in the room later? Because that's what he ended up doing, where in the beginning, when the girl, um, they, they weren't as good as talking because they were young, but uh, <laughs> and they weren't, <laughs> they were learning how to communicate and all that stuff, but he would actually just say he had to go to the bathroom. Aren't we all? He's like, oh, oh okay. after, after going to the bathroom, he's like, oh, I just go to the bathroom. And it's like, oh, sure, it's semi-embarrassing because sometimes if he takes a while to get that out of his system to say, I just need to get out of here. And then he he basically 
doesn't need to go really so he's basically chilling in the bathroom and then comes back and says all right and then he's like okay, once he feels safe to come back and say okay that whatever it is is out of my system so he would Solid. do that um and and again um now that he's in a long-term relationship he he breaks it to them early and he doesn't have to lie <laughs> about that but again like and we would recommend not doing that because even you know like i said like my friend he he did he had to learn that way too that it's like yeah you might want to just get better at communicating and set those boundaries so then if at any time by instance you might get caught it's like why do you have to lie about such a stupid thing to me just like yeah just set that boundaries anyway um instead of just her wondering every time i guess my my boyfriend just has to go to the bathroom every time he has or anytime he has sex all the time but like again so there's there's ways around it too if it's just the room if it's something else longer than that or it's like super long I, again, uh, I, I completely—I don't think I can improve on what Alice was saying. Um, there's two choices, and I would recommend doing both: always setting those boundaries and communicating, and then um, getting trying to get better with being uncomfortable with certain things to improve, um, just to improve yourself. Because you might find that there's a happy medium where it's like, again, it might be just leave for a little bit instead. Because at this point, maybe you can't leave for that short time. It might be a long time. But if you do that meditation and get better at this, um, at understanding those things and being able to get through it it might be easier next time but uh we all get that i'm curious though why do you think it is like that alice because i love how you broke down the uh the the drop in oxycotton oxytocin oh, is sorry. a is a bonding yeah. chemical yeah yeah yeah. so why is that happening I mean, though and why is it reversed usually do you think like what would what would be the point of that i don't know it's so um, weird i i don't know i mean it may be that it it peaks at orgasm and then uh diminishes afterwards i i don't um have the study in front of me at the moment but um it's a scientific what like the the, the seed spreader has to keep spreading seeds to get away from that where the a person who holds it like i'm like it doesn't make any sense why that would be a function at all to me i'm like what the heck it doesn't make any sense I'm i mean that, that does kind of make sense if yeah i mean if you really want to think about it from like a an evolutionary yeah. standpoint if we're talking about like, you know, hunters and gatherers, um, mm -hmm. you know, if, if the man does his business and then has to go and protect his family. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I see. You know, if, if he's got to go hunt or he's got to go, whatever, like he's got to mm. go, he's got business to do. Uh, he's got to go get food for the family. He's got to go fight off. Yeah, you can't animal, protect the home you know? or even the kids when when if, if instead while cuddling you have to get out well, and, and, and if you look at I an animals i mean often often not always but most species have sex very quickly um mm. they're not they're not lovers in the same sense that we are some of them are but a lot of species like if you ever look at lions having sex it's like whoa that was fast okay there's only like um, a few who do it like not doggy style right they do it face there's only a few that do it face to face right like most sure. of the time it's not but, so, yeah. but the, the thing is i guess if you're looking at it from an evolutionary standpoint you're just kind of wondering why uh it does make sense that uh that that evolutionarily speaking mm. that a man would um not take too long uh and when he was done that mm. he'd be done you know and ready to go um does kind of make sense i don't i don't know that that's what all 
hunters and gatherers did though maybe they were very lovely and romantic and stayed in bed for a long time petting their woman's hair i, I have no idea makes me feel like a um, condom anyway yeah uh, one more question we better get we better, we better and move I, it along. I i shouldn't be so man and woman i mean i'm sure there were gay cavemen as well so um, yeah i mean it's know. not across the board that all is like that i'm sure there are men who like to cuddle after too so but it's yes. it's in general it's going to be the other way around in general percentage-wise yeah anyway so that's 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 the joke of our uh of our chemistry and you know like i just want to encourage you again like if you can just be in that space if you're really enjoying your partner's scent if you really enjoyed their pheromones during sex maybe afterwards while you're laying there one of your meditations can be just to think about the way they smell after sex you know, certain things that allow you to bond with them when your body is telling you, I'm done bonding now. Think of baseball and your grandma and it'll calm you down, you know, or that's the other way around, right? Where you try not to, to get it going no, no. again, I'm, something uh, like that. You never heard of that? that. Really? <laughs> okay. Okay. Think of that last movie you just watched together before you had sex and say, you know what? I'm just going to think about that instead. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, I'm all about being present. But no, I do know. Your I, know. Thing. I was joking. Totally um, joking. Breathing. Okay. I'd rather do meditation for sure. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, go ahead. You can get your mind so, out of that. This is a tricky question that we got. Uh, and I want to thank you so much for sending it in. It actually starts out with um, a little hello. Thank you so much for being here, BK and Alice. Oh. I've missed seeing you a little bit on video, but I'm really grateful that you're continuing the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for sticking with us. I'm having a difficulty with my mom, who is a 45-year-old woman. I'm a 25-year-old woman. And we were estranged for a very long time. We started talking on the phone once a week for the past month, just getting to know each other again. And it was lovely, honestly. But the other week she called and asked how I was. And I told her that everything was fine. When I asked her how she was, she all of a sudden just blurts out, I'm a turf. T-E-R-F is how this is spelled. She's playing football or soccer? And she says, I'm so sorry to have to even bring this up because it is the most hateful term I've ever heard of. Mm. If you've kept up at all with J.K. Rowling, you might be similar to, you might, you might be familiar, excuse me, with this term. But this term, unfortunately, uh, is very problematic. I asked her for clarification hoping that she had just accidentally picked up a new term and didn't really know what it meant. Unfortunately, she spent the next two hours mm. That's sharing really box. horrible transphobic comments. Oh. If you don't know, TERF stands for Trans Exclusionary Radical Feminists. And they don't believe that trans women hmm. or trans people actually exist. Oh, wow. They also think that human rights are endangered when trans women are treated with dignity. She believes it's disgusting that people who claim to be trans haven't transitioned 
I tried to combat this conversation with things about how some people don't feel the need to medically transition. And she said, well, maybe people need to feel comfortable about the gender that they're born with. I countered with information about our medical access and how difficult it is for poor people who need gender clinics. She says she doesn't care and that medicine should actually focus on issues that really kill people like mental health. She continued to say horrifically transphobic things that I don't even want to share here because they were so awful. She honestly believes that trans people are faking it or they're pedophiles. My mother has always been very liberal with social issues. I don't know where any of this is coming Ooh, from. Really? Wow. Just this one, eh? And she is bisexual, but for some reason, oh. she feels the need to push back against the trans story. Interesting. I have nothing but respect for trans people, and I don't know what to do with my mother right now. We're very new in having these conversations at all, and I don't want to go back to the place where we weren't communicating and where I couldn't see her, and I felt like I couldn't have a mother. How do I deal with future conversations about this? Because I think it will cause issues in the future if we don't find a way to communicate better. Mm. First off, sorry that you're having to deal with this. Um, it's not any consolation, but everyone, like since the beginning of time, always have these peccadillos with their family. Something's going to, you know, like there's no perfect family um, and, and they come in different shades of of awfulness or, or greatness <laughs> so it's like sorry that you have to deal with that um thank you again for sticking with us um and and if you do want to see us come on to patreon.com uh, forward slash next time podcast and come to pillow talk um and anyone who uh knows this person if you're hint hint the shout outs of uh our patreons who can sponsor someone go ahead and check us out on pillow talk then but uh so there's a lot of things here with this question. I'd love to talk to you. It's such a deep question and difficult question that it would be great to hang out and talk about in Pillow Talk because what happens in Pillow Talk stays in Pillow Talk too. But thank yes. you for being yes, um, yes, grateful yes. enough to and actually thank you for submitting this. Submitting it, yeah, to where we can put it on the show as well. So, um, well, one thing, two hours is a lot. One thing, uh, recently <laughs> we talked about yeah. two hours of that. I'm like, oh, holy crap. Anyway, I just was taking notes of what the question was saying. Uh, but we talked about it recently, how I recently released uh, uh, the audiobook version of a second edition of Before You Fall, a book on Pride, my book, my first book, more to, more to come. But That's right. It, Congratulations. It was, thank you. It was screaming out a thing that uh, I call a Pride release. And it sounds like your mother is releasing this to you because it doesn't make any sense one everything you said about this whole situation um how you talk before where you just actually literally just said hey what's going on with you and she goes on for two hours about this where she is releasing those things into a relationship of hers and this is a very close one her daughter and uh that is always dangerous because it's it, it was basically like a trap of i mean a lot of the things in the question was trying to fix the details or trying to be right about a certain situation or prove them wrong or you wrong or, or whatever. It's like, it's, that's never going to be good. Um, whenever you, 
let's take it out of this context. Whenever you ask someone how you're doing and then they go on for two hours about anything, <laughs> especially something where like, do you, I mean, make it something silly where it's like, how are you doing? Well, I just had the worst lunch of my life. The waiter did this, the waitress did that. And would you like, imagine that happened to you and you actually wanted to do that. And you did that to your mother where your mother said, Hey, this, what would you, would you like it if your mother said, Hey, you know what? I know that waiter. They're actually not what you're thinking. And I know that situation has happened to me before. Like you're wrong. Again, this is the trap of it. I'm not saying you're wrong for trying to say these things, but it's the trap of trying to get involved down this type of conversation, especially when it just started with how you're doing. Um, and, and I can see why you became estranged, sadly, where sometimes, um, especially, and it's not the people, we always want to say it's the people aren't good for each other, right? Um, in this one, there's a reason why you're asking this question. You want to have that connection. You want a mother, and there's obviously there's good things about her that you as that you like as well, and you want to be connected instead of estranged, right? Um, and it's like there's times in people's lives where they have that buildup of, I again, you can read my book about why I call it pride, but you could say judgment, you could say negativity, you could say whatever you want, but you don't want to, you don't, you know, it's not like you're not good for each other. You're not good for each other right now. Because in this moment, it seems like she feels like that's a good thing to do when her daughter asks how you're doing. <laughs> and that's not a good relationship for anybody, regardless of whether it's a daughter or friend or a stranger or whatever, right? So, um, I can see... Uh, did, she didn't mention how long they've been estranged, right, Alice? Like, did she say? Because I was wondering about it that. It just says that they've connected after years. Oh, years. So, many years. Okay, at least a couple years of not really... Um, being connected. And so, yeah, um, I can see why that becomes that way, um, where uh, you, like, yeah, if, if any conversation becomes that all the time when you talk to someone, it's exhausting and it's an energy drainer and you, you can't like actually look at the positive things. Because again, I mean, you, you messaged the show and you listened to us and watched us a lot. You know, our, our basic views of like, we're very sex positive and um, people have the rights to be who they are and explore their sexuality. <laughs> it's not something of like, try, it, it's not a good thing to use these things as an easy way to judge or easy way to say, this is, you know, this is right. This is the only right thing. My view is right. All the things that you're talking about um, in that conversation you had with your mother. So um, the, the issue is though, again, like you're going to have to really, there's a lot of baggage three years of being estranged, or multiple years of being estranged. And there's a lot of baggage that you did that. Of course, you're not going to include in the question. So um, it's very difficult to give a straight answer to what you should do. But I would say that you, uh, I would definitely want, I would recommend reexamining what type of relationship you want to have with your mother and, uh, and what it would mean. Um, again, it might just be as simple as something as when we talk, let's just make sure we talk about these things. And these things are things that, you know, things that we disagree on or things that are like this. Um, you want to have a good conversation or a good connection with your mother. You don't want to go on a, uh, even if you agreed with her completely on this, I'm, I'm guessing that the mother or daughter relationship you want is not for you to both start a cause to destroy a certain gender or type of person or like, or judge a group of people in any way. Right. Right. It's like, I'll get, so if you, again, I don't know the details of your situation, but I would, I would suggest really looking at that, taking it, 
a long look of what you want from the relationship, what might be possible, and is it possible to open up those type of conversations with your mother of trying to set those boundaries with your mother? Because it sounds like your mother doesn't have any boundaries with you if you just ask how she's doing and she goes on two hours of, of a hate rant. So like, I would I would go on that. But again, I don't know the details of your history, why you became estranged, other things that you're talking about, other than something that you want. Um, again, it's very painful uh, for me to say this because... Uh, uh, well, again, you can talk to Pillow Talk if you want more personal information on me, but, uh, it, it, you know, it might just be something like you you can find, it might be the wrong time, or you can find the things you need from your mother from someone else. I don't know in your situation, but it, it depends on exactly what's going on um, with your with your mother, because I don't know the history. But again, take take the time for yourself to know what you need what you want and what might be possible to try and don't be fearful of failure because you already had many years where you weren't talking again don't you already experienced what that's like and don't let that fear of it happening again um scare you from fighting from fighting for yourself and what you need and want in your life and your relationships with anybody not just your mother friends and family other family friends and family or acquaintances as well Thank you so much, BK. You know, the only thing I have to add to this is just when you set your boundaries, be very clear about them and um, follow through. Mm. So if you say, mom, look, I understand that we do not see eye to eye on this. I feel like you know where I stand and I know where you stand. I don't want to discuss this with you anymore. Or if we do, I want to discuss it at a time when I brought it up. Right. Or when it's appropriate to the conversation, you brought this up at a time when like, I don't know why you brought this up, but it wasn't appropriate for you to bring it up again or to bring it up at that time. And if, if you want to continue talking with me, I need you to listen to what I say and listen to what I ask you and respond, you know, with love and curiosity and interest. I don't, I don't want to be on the other side of a soapbox. I want to be in conversation with my mother. However you want to say this, whatever your specific boundary is, that's my version of the boundary I would set. But like, you know, your version, maybe you do want to talk to her about it. Maybe you don't want to talk to her about it. Whatever Mm -hmm. the boundary is, be very clear about the boundary that you're setting. And when she breaks that boundary, I would walk away. And if that means changing the conversation, change the conversation. If that means, mom, I've told you I don't want to talk about this. I'm going to hang up the phone now. We can talk later. Or, you know, mom, you're not listening to me again. This was not the topic that I brought up. Uh, Is there a reason that you specifically want to talk about it now? Yeah. You know, get curious, ask her questions, but don't allow her to lead you down a two hour rabbit hole where you feel like you're in a debate you don't want to be in. It, It set the boundaries clearly, decide for yourself what actions you want to take when she breaks those boundaries and take them. I love that follow through. It's like it's like I said. For me, it's fighting for yourself. Where if she does bring it up again, you can just say, "I don't want to talk about that right now," and then see if she reacts to you saying that as too bad I do. And then it's like, oh well, then you can hang up, right? You don't you don't just say, "Oh, as soon as she talks about it, hang up." But it's like you're following through by saying, "Remember, I don't want to talk about that," or you don't even just say, "Remember," just say, 
if she brings it up out of nowhere, I don't want to talk about that right now. Can we talk about something else? And if she doesn't stop, then you know, like, yeah. So, but you have to follow through. You can't just say, oh, well, I guess, you know, that's my mom. No, you, you follow and through. Maybe you it. do want to talk about it. Maybe you do want to have like, hey, look, I'm happy to talk with you about this because I think it's an important issue, mm -hmm. but I need to limit our conversations about this to about five minutes because I nice. can't, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, I need you to listen thoughtfully. And if I don't feel like you're listening thoughtfully or, or open to what I have to say, then I don't see the point of talking about this right now. Like whatever it is, you set your own boundaries, you set your own level of comfort and then stick to it. And, and if that means, you know, you need to let the conversation go until you can pick it up again another time or whatever that means for you. Set those boundaries and be very clear. And look, uh, you've already been estranged. There may come a time at which because of your mother's behavior, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if the problem is just that she's a turf or if the problem is that she is narcissistic or whatever it may be. Uh, if it gets to a point again where your hard boundary is going to be walking away from her, just remember that your your love, your time is a gift. I want to I want to talk about turf too because like I like the question saying like it was very clear saying like it was very surprising Trans exclusionary radical feminist say that she's very like liberal about everything else she's bisexual and then this is the crazy thing that she's doing that's the opposite of everything else that she's doing is what i was getting the vibe from the question where i'm like all to me i would be curious what what set her off in exactly way. where it's like all she's using the term turf to try to simplify it to like this i want to rant about something negatively so i finally found something that lets me do it i can represent a turf and i can get away with being this way now because i can a a assign that label to me now because again if everything else that she's doing is exact opposite of this usually it's kind of weird where i'm like oh, okay you know, but i think I that she's trying to use wonder, a term to try to get away with this type of stuff i mean that's just yeah, I, a first thought you're not wrong i almost wonder you know if it's one of those thou dost protect test too much kind of thing mm, oh yeah you know you mm. hear about these these game politicians who are like passing terrible laws in their states and doing these terrible things to oppress lgbtqia people and then, and then it turns out that they're homosexual. you know yep. responding to or all these thirst traps from like this sexy yeah. twink on instagram this was a thing that happened recently in tennessee um or you know like or they they're they're they've got like multiple they're going to sex parties and they're you know giving blowjobs left and right to other gay men you know who knows what it and might that's be. fine as long as you do the other shit maybe your mother <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows maybe your yeah. mother feels not comfortable in the body that she's been given and she's mm -hmm. fighting really mm -hmm. hard against it because she doesn't want to go in that direction i don't i don't know yeah. but whatever it is it's not about you and your relationship with your mother and it's yeah. not healthy if she wants to discuss this stuff with a therapist great um but but i think it would be healthier for you again to set some very clear boundaries and hold them tight mm. Well, that was a great question, though. Thank you again for being vulnerable enough to let us know. Um, uh, and again, if you want, I mean, your question was, I wanted to great talk to, to you. you. Thank you well, so I, much. I wanted yeah. to hug you. But, Come on uh, by. But we can, we can do a, a, a Zoom hug. 
on uh, Pillow Talk if you come to patreon.com slash next time podcast. Someone sponsored this lady. She needs a hug, a Pillow Talk hug. But yeah, everyone, thank you so much for uh, another great sexy time show so all your great questions are much appreciated sexy time d love at gmail.com or anywhere that you can contact us like the discord or wherever you may be that you can get in contact with us we appreciate it Come all. on bye anything else before we head on out and to the sunset alice no thank you so much for being with us uh for continuing to listen we're so grateful for you don't forget to go ahead and send us your sexy summer fall questions we're already heading toward fall i can't believe yeah. it um but come on over send us your questions sexy time love at gmail.com or you can go at to sexy wait patreon.com slash sexy time podcast we are so 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 fucking grateful for you um thank Amen. you for continuing to join us and for continuing yeah. to share us with your loved ones thank you so much everyone couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't do it without you. But see you next week. Stay sexy. Stay safe. And DGCIP. Don't get caught in public. Thank you so much for coming along with us on this episode of Sexy Time. The party goes on after each show with unfettered access to your hosts in an uncensored and private live segment we call Pillow Talk. Become a Sexy Time subscriber to join in on the fun at patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sexytimepodcast. It is always a pleasure to see you there. If you've enjoyed our company, would like to support us be sure to tap that share button and spread the love join us again next week wherever you listen to podcasts for another sexy time until next time this is the mistress of ceremonies sending her love stay sexy